Hello and welcome to another episode of the Find You Fitness Podcast. This podcast is all about helping you find you within the health and fitness space. With there being so much information out there, good and bad, especially nowadays, it can definitely be overwhelming. Hell, I still get overwhelmed and I've been in the space for close to 10 years now. And actually, recently, I feel like I know less than I've ever known in my life because I'm constantly learning about new approaches to nutrition and exercise and health and and corrective chiropractic care. And it's just mind blowing. Uh, But I tried over the past 10 years and even to this day, I've tried things that didn't work. I've tried things that sometimes worked and I've tried things that have got me injured or set me back 10 steps further. But all of those experiences is what has put me in front of this microphone today because I want to show you how to pursue your goals without having to go through all the BS that I went through myself. And if this does resonate with you or you just trust me enough to give advice to a family member or a friend, send them my way via the podcast. Or if they just have some general questions about their journey. It's a lot to take in without a doubt, but that's why I do this. To try to find ways to break it down for you. And... So I've actually already recorded the entire episode. I'm throwing some inception on you right now. And I want you guys to know that I'm kind of going all over the place in the podcast today. But this is a topic that, you know, the more and more that I think about it, it, it's relatively sad how unaware we are about our nutrition and about our health. And it's really sad to think that people go their entire lives and not realize that the food and the drinks and everything they put into their bodies play such a massive role in how they feel every single day. And just because they change it up once for one day, that's not going to necessarily change things the next day, but doing it for 5, 10, 15 days or 5, 10, 15 months and weeks, that's what's going to have an impact on you. And walk in or listen into the podcast with an open mind And I hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know how you like it. And I I just hope you enjoy it. (laughs) I'll see you guys. See you guys on the other side. All right. So today we're switching gears from the past several weeks of mobility talk. And we're going to get back into nutrition for a little bit. Now, we all know the importance of nutrition. Actually, sometimes I wonder if we do. You, the listener, you may, but I, you know, realistically, I feel like maybe 85% of people are completely clueless about nutrition. I was reading an article the other day, actually Hannah showed it to me, and there is research suggesting that what you eat may play a role in whether you get Alzheimer's or not. Like, that's just mind-blowing to me. You mean to tell me what you put in your body day in and day out for 40, 50, 60 years could possibly play a role in the chances of you getting a disease? No shit, man. (laughs) Well, we're going to start seeing some crazy stuff come out over the next few decades in regards to infamous diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, etc., especially with how much crap is thrown into our food and our drinks nowadays. Now, the problem is, is that like other aspects of our health, we are way more reactive than proactive. And in research, the questions that they pose is, number one, 
Is this bad to consume? And number two, what are the potential long-term and or side effects of this product? And long-term research is usually inconclusive. And as long as when you eat this product right now and it doesn't cause any issues, it's safe to consume. The lack of emphasis placed on nutrition in regards to our overall health is absolutely insane. It's like we pretend or we are taught by the professionals that nutrition, yeah, it plays a role, sure, but it's so low, it's practically irrelevant. And that bugs the hell out of me. And this goes back to my genetics versus lifestyle talk I had uh, several weeks ago, and I seem to reference it quite a lot. You know, you can be genetically gifted or cursed for a million different things. Maybe you're an amazing natural athlete. Maybe Alzheimer's runs in your family. It's not that disregarding nutrition will completely prevent these things from happening, but they damn sure can play a huge role in the potential of you getting a disease or being a professional athlete, or if you get that disease, how well equipped you are to handling it. And the problem is, well, I almost think that there's this divine reason and why it's not so easy to understand why, to be honest. But the problem is, is that we can't effectively measure the impacts of nutrition over the course of someone's lifespan or 40 years. One, because it's not realistic to keep track of someone's diet for that long. And number two, because it's one piece to a puzzle, this puzzle that we call our lifestyle. So this isn't necessarily where I intended to take uh, the, the episode today. I wanted to talk more about some tips to dialing into your nutrition, and we're going to get to that over the next few weeks. Uh, but clearly, this was on my mind, and I wanted to discuss it with someone, and that being you all who are, who are listening. You know, I look at my classmates in chiropractic school, and for the most part, everyone is very averagely healthy, if if that's even a word. You know, they may exercise a few times a week, and they're probably semi-conscious of of what they eat. But it's almost like I feel that since I started paying way closer attention to my nutrition, that I, like, saw the light. Uh, or or whatever about it, about how helpful it is. And I know I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but I used to love Dr. Peppers. Um, I would drink three or four every single day. And I would get these insane mouth ulcers in my mouth. Like I had them over an inch long at one time. And, you know, obviously I went to my dentist and they couldn't figure it out. They were perplexed. Uh, they, their basic response was like, we see this in a lot of teenagers. We're not really for sure how this happens or why you're more prevalent to, to getting these ulcers, but you should probably go see, uh, your primary care doctor because it's getting that bad and see what they can do about it. So, you know, naive Lee and, and his mom, we went to our primary care doc and they couldn't figure it out. And, and, and their response was along the lines of like, here's some medication that's going to help alleviate the numbness and the pain that, or lack of numbness that, and the pain that you're experiencing with these ulcers. 
And that's completely fine to me to help me get out of pain now. But my point is, is that he didn't know why this was happening, nor how to stop it from happening again. Just, hey, like we've seen this happen before, put this substance um, in your mouth and that will help numb the pain so you can eat and basically let it recover on its own. And so that's what I would do on and off. And when I got an ulcer, I'd put the, the like little cream on it and it'd get better. And then I'd get another ulcer and it'd come back. And I basically attacked it like that. Well, aside from that, apart from that, I started getting into fitness more. And with getting into fitness, you start becoming a little bit more aware of your nutrition. And so I basically went cold turkey on Dr. Peppers. I think this was like late in my freshman year uh, in college. And when I would drink, I would drink a lot, like every single day with breakfast and then maybe one mid morning and then maybe one with lunch. It was pretty, it was pretty insane. <clears throat> but after quite some time of ditching these Dr. Peppers, along with a lot of the other like super acidic foods I would eat, I love those like packaged lasagnas, Stouffer's lasagnas, man, I could tear those things up. I probably still could today, but I realized that I wasn't getting ulcers anymore. And I realized that, wow, like the substances that I put in me play such a role in the way that I feel or even could cause other problems for myself. And so that was just one example. But I started becoming more aware of what was going on and going in in my body. Like, wow, when I ate healthy foods, I felt good. When I ate junk foods, I felt like junk. I eat spicy foods now and it runs literally right through me. Who would have thought? Not only does this make eating healthy easier for me because it helps me understand that, oh, when I eat this, I feel like this and I enjoy feeling good. So in order to feel good, I need to eat well. But not only did it make this healthy eating easier for me, but it just created this all around awareness for me that has allowed me to see and understand so much more about how I treat my body. And like I said, it's like this weird rite of passage <laughs> that only a small percentage of people actually seem to know about and go through. I mean, shit, it took me 21 years to realize this. And some people go their entire lives and never have this connection with food. And that includes those who are doing the research. And I'm not saying that they're all clueless. That would be very naive and uh, uneducated of me to say, but I would put my money on it that most of them are. It should be very common knowledge that nutrition plays a huge role in our health over the span of our lifetimes. But when I try to take a step further by taking a step outside of how I see it, I'm super big on that. I see a few huge obstacles in my way. And one is the power of numbers. If it's normal to not really care all that much about your nutrition, except for like shredding a few pounds, then that makes me the outlier. That makes me the weird guy for caring so much about what I eat and how that impacts how I feel. And that's a problem because I don't do it to be weird or be different. I do it because I want to live for a very long time. I want to be in independent for my entire life, even when I'm older and have grandkids and great grandkids. And I don't want to feel like shit if I can have a say in it. I feel as if that's an understandable concept, an understandable approach. 
And that's really why I don't drink alcohol that much. It's not because I don't enjoy going out with friends and, and drinking alcohol. It's like, man, when I drink, I wake up the next day and I feel hungover. I feel pretty useless and I feel like crap. What fun is that? Like what, what makes it worth it in that way? Now there's always give and take for everything. And sometimes I will go out and do those things. And the next morning I will regret that I did those things. But that's why I have four beers in my fridge that have been there for several months. I have a flask of fireball I received I've received as a gift and I haven't opened it in like a year. It's just it's not that appealing to me to know that I'm going to feel terrible tomorrow when I can have a say in how I'm going to feel. And I'm definitely one to take things to extremes. <laughs> and it's like when I see someone smoking a cigarette, like all I do is I wonder if they're openly okay with the idea that they're killing themselves cigarette by cigarette. Like they could sit down and have a conversation with their family saying, hey, you know, every time I smoke one of these, I'm getting one step closer to cancer. But remember that I love you. I mean, I mean, do you? Because if I love my family, I'm going to do everything possible to live as long as possible, to love them as long as possible, and to show them how to do the same. And I know that's pretty brutal, but am I wrong? I'm not going to pretend that I'm perfect or, or even now that I have this sense of awareness. You know, there's other components to our lifestyle that are not just nutrition. Like I said, I'll drink that beer. I'll eat that crappy food, whatever. I'm definitely not perfect, but I'm pretty damn spot on 90% of the time. And that makes me happy. And it's not difficult for me to do. Because I know the benefits of eating well, and I know the long-term impacts that it's going to have on me. And like I said, when I'm 70, 80, 90, 100 years old, I don't want my great-grandkids or my grandkids or my kids to have to be around me 24 hours a day to take care of me. I want them to be independent, and I want to be independent, and I want to live my life to the fullest until the day that I, till the day that I drop. And a massive problem that I have, and especially in today's society, is we know that money talks and money runs this world. And honestly, that's crazy in itself. And that's a conversation to have another time. And it's crazy. It's just crazy, to be honest with you guys. But I take things to the extreme, obviously, like even in these situations. You look at someone like the CEO of McDonald's. You know, they do a lot of great things. They have the Ronald McDonald House, and I don't want to take away from any sort of charitable things that these companies do. But you can't tell me, I like if you cannot tell me that the CEO of McDonald's cares about your health, about your nutritional health. I don't believe it. McDonald's, it's not healthy for you. And the chances of someone who is obese and liking and eating McDonald's probably daily is probably super high. Millions of Americans are overweight and McDonald's is probably the common denominator in that in that scenario. Does the CEO of McDonald's, and I'm just using these guys as, as an example, you can use Burger King, Arby's, Zaxby's, any place that delivers some sort of food that's not nutritional, do you really believe that they care about health? Like they can donate money to those who help fight this epidemic, but 
in my head, if they really cared, wouldn't they take other actionable steps to bettering the health of Americans and really the world? And I know that's an extreme take, but I don't feel like I'm wrong by saying that. And, and this is why I have such radical takes on topics like health and nutrition. Obesity is a problem. It's an epidemic. And a lot of the shit going on right now with the pandemic is insane in my eyes. Again, put aside your political beliefs for a minute. Because frankly, what you believe on this should not be because of your political opinion. But companies like Krispy Kreme offering free donuts for proof of a vaccination. I mean, really? It's like a slap in the face to anyone who works to deliver a positive message about nutrition and health. The benefits of a strong, healthy immune system are obvious. But that's the thing. It doesn't make the money. And like I said earlier, money talks. Do you really believe that the board for Krispy Kreme or whomever makes these decisions concluded that they want to do whatever it takes to help attack the pandemic? Do you think they really care about that? I don't think so. I say that they want you to get your free donut and buy one more donut or that drink or that whatever else they sell at Krispy Kreme and continue to do that to spend money at their business. It's smart marketing wise. But I don't think that they care that you're vaccinated. And by giving you a food that is most commonly consumed by people who are overweight and or obese and shouldn't be eating it is, is, is not right. <laughs> it's, it's like this twisted view. It's like, hey, come get your vaccination, which I, that's not even a conversation as far as of it being good or bad for you or whatever. I don't want to talk about that. Mine is more or less the concept. You know what? They mean very well. But it's like I talked about it at the beginning of, the, of this podcast. How much or how aware are these people of the impacts of nutrition and how that can negatively or very positively impact you for your entire life? I'm not saying one donut's going to kill you. But one donut every day for the next 10 years, it's probably going to do some sort of damage to you. But that's the thing. We don't have studies and nor can you really study something like that and be able to see, man, this one donut a day for this, for this 10 year period really did this guy dirty and really caused a lot of his health problems. And unfortunately, the body doesn't work like that. There's so many components to your lifestyle or that uh, compo compose your lifestyle, your nutrition, your exercise, like your physical health and your mental health and a lot of other factors. And I'm not saying it's so minute that you shouldn't pay attention to it, but it is important enough to where in situations like this, I do feel like it's a slap in the face to anyone that works to deliver a positive message about someone's health and nutrition. I truly do. I also, I also try to take a step outside of my little box because I can bitch about this all day long and look at this the other way around and ask myself, you know, clearly there is a problem. So what do we do about it? And, and well, I think that we attack this one person at a time. 
you know, I'm trying to do this via the podcast with the hopes that you take an episode like this very seriously and you see how much nutrition factors into your overall health and you pass it on to your mom or your son or your best friend and hope that they do the same. And eventually we can create an impact. And it's a lot of work without a doubt, but I was always raised knowing that if I wanted something, I had to work for it. And the fun thing is, I don't care how long or how hard I have to work for something like this. Knowing that I helped one person change their life by addressing their nutrition or fitness or mental health, that provides me with more satisfaction than just about anything. So I know that this was sort of a weird episode to record, and I didn't really have like this main chunk of information that I wanted to get across to you, but I hope that you are able to take something out of this, something positive about how nutrition is taking a lot more, I don't know, like as if it's a, not, I don't want to say it's a joke, but not as seriously as it should be taken. And like I said, it's, I feel like it's because we can't measure that, the impact of nutrition very well because of the many different factors that play a role into your overall health. But I do believe that it plays a major factor in it and it, and it shows, I mean, you look at someone who's 70 years old and obese, they like, if we could pull up their, their, my fitness pal for the past 70 years, it would probably be atrocious. And then let's look at 70 year old Lee. My my fitness pal, and I probably would have it for you already loaded up, would probably look really good overall. And I would put myself, I'd put money on it that I would be a much healthier individual than that person. And so I guess what I want you to get out of this is, is understand nutrition plays a huge role. And what I want to do with the podcast and just basically my message in general, and as I've recorded many episodes on this, is... Find your like niche in nutrition, what you really like. If it's a certain diet, sure. I mean, I'm going to talk a lot about that over the next few weeks too. Or if it's a certain uh, macro split or if it's a certain, if it's a certain lifestyle or whatever. And as long as it's healthy, that's fine. Do it. Be happy. Love your life and work to promote that with your friends and family and help spread how positive that nutrition that good nutrition can play on your life in the long term not only in the long term but in the short term as well and help build and create that awareness with your friends and family just one comment at a time you know if you have your your family cookout next weekend and every someone is bound to talk about diet someone's bound to talk about how they need to lose a few pounds see if you can just sneak in one good tip and that's a lot of a lot of the times that's what i do I'll just find one little thing that I can throw in there. Well, you know, whole wheat bread's really not as bad for you as people think it is. Um, well, you know, it's really good for you to eat a bunch of protein throughout the day. Just whatever you can say that hopefully will have a positive impact on them. And obviously practicing what you preach is going to help contribute to that as well. So that's a lot more rambling on. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast this week. If you like this one, share it with your friends and family. Let's spread the word. Let's get that positivity out there about nutrition and show how important it is to help us live a long and a healthy and a happy life.